0: Welcome to Real Talk, Real Women, Breaking the Silence Around Abuse. I am Gemma Serenity Gorokov, your host, and today we have the honor of having April Gaines to join us. April is a professional mental health and substance abuse counselor, a certified advanced alcohol and addictions counselor through MacBap of Michigan. April has spent a total of 22 years studying and obtaining numerous degrees and certificates in the mental health, substance abuse, healing, and spirituality domains. A few of these certifications include being two times over Reiki energy healing master, an Amadeus energy healer, a certified hypnotherapist, and past life regression therapist a certified auricular acupuncturist, and a clairvoyant psychic medium. April has made it her life's mission to help as many people as possible to develop permanent self-esteem and inner peace through awareness, teaching people they have inner worth, value, and purpose in this life. April has the gift of being a psychic medium where she gets the privilege to heal many souls, guide people in their lives, and connect them to loved ones on the other side. Everything she does is intended to heal and spread love and light in the world. April has created courses to teach permanent self-esteem and inner peace, as well as a tarot card mastery and developing psychic ability course. April also serves on a weekly Eckhart Tone spiritual panel and has been a guest on many webinars masterminds and podcasts all with the intent to help heal as many souls as she can in one lifetime. April, all the honor is mine to be able to interview you today. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. It's your work. So my first question for you to be able to have become this amazing, multi talented person you are. What kind of abuse did you experience in your life? Or what kind of trauma that really led you to that path and forged you all to please a wonderful person you are today. So, my story
1: starts out with having teenage parents. So, there was a generational thing, especially on my mom's side of all of us women becoming teenage moms so i had two teenage parents and because they were teenage parents they didn't have it all figured out exactly (laughs) right um and both of my parents actually came from abusive homes so right off the get-go um there was abuse in my family my dad was abusive to my mom and I'm a child experiencing this. And my dad um, was very, he was a very angry person. He was very controlling. So just even, uh, there is one memory I have of my father coming home and my mother, I was about um, around three to four ish, about four. My mother did not greet him at the door. And say hello. So he proceeded to beat her into a corner. So from a very young age, I'm seeing all this abuse. And then um, it just kind of kept going from there. So very quickly after that, uh, my father actually left my mom. And now my mom was the single mom with two kids um, trying to work. And back then, there just wasn't all the resources that there is today. And Um, I always kind of felt this sense of needing to take care of my brother Um, my mom was trying to work but she was leaving us with like Her and she was really doing the best she could but with like her Um, some of her siblings who were very much teenagers and into partying (laughs) So that's not the best babysitting situation And the very shortly after that one of the pivotal uh, things that happened is my mother actually gave me and my brother up to my dad and I remember that day I still remember that day Um, I was five and my brother was three and we're put in my father's truck and our stuff is being put in the back of the truck and I remember my mom handing me my toothbrush And my brother's toothbrush, and when she did that, it hit me. We're not coming back. And that is like the first abandonment issue. The first mom has left. And then I'm given to, and I have a tremendous amount of respect for my father, however, this very angry man.
0: So that is how it started. Yeah, it's really. I mean, instead of building you, it starts by breaking you. Yeah. Instead of of elevating you, raising you, making you feel loved, appreciated, special, it makes you feel wow. There is some big issues out <laughs> And then, as every kid, I can imagine that you took all the fault on you, all the blame on you. Like, I oh yeah, my fault that the mom left or something like that. I imagine because this is very. Her, um, usual as a reaction from kids,
1: yeah, yeah. Kids, um, even my own children. When I found and I tried to figure this out, so what happens is, is children. Have you ever heard of a child? Well, one, I only had one child that did this, but we were driving one day, and she says to me, "Mom, the sun is following us." Yeah, right. And that's because for children, everything gets turned inward. Everything becomes about them. The sun is not following us, but to them, you know, it's their world, it's there. So the f- sun is following us. So it is so normal for all, we always turn it into ourselves, and something's wrong with me, or I'm not good enough, or, you know, why did this happen to me? So that was definitely part of it. That was definitely part of it. <laughs> I can
0: imagine that the question that brought to mind did you choose to become a teenage mom as when? Because you were the daughter of a teenage mom, or did you choose to have kids later?: No, I actually had my first child
1: at sixteen. Exactly. so yes. And then my second child I had four days before I turned seventeen. So I had two children at sixteen.
0: so So that you just continued this what you saw. You took that as, okay, the norm. This is what you want for the total surplus because you don't have to keep, No, i have decided so. Well,
1: what happens with um, girls that come, many girls and also the boys that come from homes like this is uh, one, um, because I was put in kind of an adult role young, I didn't want any rules. You know, it was the concept of, You know, you you really hadn't parented me as a child, and now you want to parent me that I'm an adult or a teenager. I'm not having that. And the other big concept is, um, even though it's erroneous, uh, we want somebody to love us. And who loves us more than our children? So we have this desire to be loved, this longing to be loved, so we have children trying to fill that void, which is why we have teenage pregnancy. Most of them, anyway. When it is voluntary. Yeah. When it is... Yeah, so I... But I had always um, had a motherly instinct. I literally was the mother for my younger brother, taking care. So I was always in this mother role. Um, My kids will joke and say, you're just a mom. You're just a mom. You know, even with my grandchildren, they'll be like, you know... You ha- you are a grandma, but you're a mom. So, you know, the grandkids, I'm just like, Is, the, is your nose sniffly? Is it do you need a vitamin? Do you need a we need an apple, like, you know. So yeah, I've always just been a mom.
0: That's beautiful. It's just beautiful. You know, being mom, when you think about what it means, it's it's such a wide variety of rules. That are hidden behind the working bomb. You do everything passing So You learn all the trade of everything. Mm-hmm. On top of that, of course you work because there is some money to put in <laughs> to ring in the house. Right. To make all of that run smoothly. You do all the education, all the support, the help, the medical, the nurturing, the healing, the... Oh, God. Yeah. Um, some people have listed down and it is unfinishable. The lists you cannot go to the end. It continues and continues and continues.
1: That's what mine kind of does. And I just stopped counting and stopped. So what happened was, um, you know, those years of abuse just continued. My dad was, was just so extremely angry and he, he just beat everything all the time and and, and this includes our animals like he just was very angry um and which produced like a lot of anger within me um but my dad did this other thing that was so amazing he gave me this idea that if there was a will there was a way yeah so i have many times in my life tried to put a circle in a square shape because I have this concept that if there's a will, there's a way. So he gave me, um, this, this driving force. That's amazing. Inside of all that abuse. So it was really good. Um, and then my mother for my mother. So my dad had really high standards, right? And I was constantly kind of, um, it's what we call meta communication, where it's silent. They don't necessarily say it, but they infer it. Um, so, like, if we were out in public um, and somebody was, you know, dressed half naked or something, he would go. He wouldn't say anything to me, but that's putting a standard in my head, right? That I should be better than that. I should. So there's this kind of um, inferred need to be perfect. And then my for my mother um i just simply was never good enough it she never really liked me and i was never good enough she actually liked my brother more and um my brother actually didn't make it out of the abuse my brother ended up committing suicide so um the day that my brother died my mother came up to me we went to the hospital and she said to me, God took the wrong kid. So I just was never good enough for her. She never liked me. And at that point I was fine with it. I had become okay with it. Um, but the abuse and the not being good enough and all of that, it, it really continued for, I mean, my brother, when he did that, I was 30.
0: He was 28. So at 28 years old, I remember for experience and from um, having heard other people say, it's one of the real turning point between teenage years and adulthood. It's not actually 18, it's why 28. 27, okay. 29. This is what I also experienced. So for him, stopping, like like ending this entire childhood, teenage years, beginning of twenties, she did not seize a way. So what happened with my brother, so
1: he was 27 when he did this. And what I found happened with my brother is people would take me like aunts would take me, um, I had a grandmother up until actually my grandmother was murdered. Um, you know, they would take me and they would say. You know you're smart or you're good or this or that nobody took my brother so he didn't have any outside resources outside of what was happening in our home he didn't really have anybody to encourage him or to help him and he just didn't make it he just didn't he was you know what i found about suicide is in order to commit suicide you cannot possibly be in your right brain yeah. because then natural human instinct is to save yourself mm-hmm. um and so you can't possibly be in your right state of mind to do mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. and he just he just didn't make it so but she definitely loved him more and liked him more,
0: and um I came to terms with that, so it's it, exactly like, there is a dichotomy usually, people did not pick him but picked you and your mother, who did not like you, chose to teach him all the time. Mm-hmm. So it is as it is. This is how it, it, it yeah. perceived did this it experience, well, She yeah.
1: he was her baby. Okay. And um, so what happened was uh, the abuse continued until um, I ended up pregnant with my first daughter. And my mother actually forced me to get married at 15 years old. I was legally signed over. My parents, both my dad and my mom, signed me over to my husband-to-be. And my husband was actually my legal guardian and my husband until I turned 18. And he was an abusive alcoholic. Yep. (laughs) So, and I spent 12 years in that.
0: Yeah, so I understand because I also have 15 years of domestic violence behind me, beaten, pulled down, raped. I know exactly how it is when it doesn't go right, even if it may look okay from the outside. But when you actually, instead of growing and being elevated, you are being crushed every level of your evolution. And I know that this is how you become a gem through the hard pressure of fire, of life, of abuse, of difficulty, of obstacles. This is how you suddenly come out as this beacon of light, of love, of peace, of a healer, of a counter of a psychic medium to connect with a spiritual realm which is so much more powerful than ever physical and, realm. And and you become this amazing angel living it helps, but okay <laughs> <laughs> because you spread your light so that it becomes less and less head so that you can change your life how did you prevail over abuse how did you connect with your superpower super spiritual power so i actually um
1: as a child in observing everything that was going on i just had this like it was wrong. I knew it was wrong and I felt everything. So I already had it. It's something that is, does run in my family on both sides, but I already had it and I was super sensitive to how others felt. And then also, thankfully for my dad being abusive and angry, that is psychic ability 101. Because I always had to judge from a distance what was going to happen next. So I'm in psychic school. I have perfect training, right? And then um, my first husband was very abusive. I mean, you name whatever type of abuse, it's there. And so I'm still like having to kind of judge ahead of time. But when I finally got strong enough to divorce him, that's when I really set on this path. Um, Now, when I had my children, that's when I decided to... I was going to heal myself so my I was going to save my children from living my life and I was going to save my children from getting pregnant early and I so I went to every self-healing thing I could find every book every everything I could find under the sun and it was to prevent my children from living the same life I lived um but at 27 I finally got strong enough to divorce my first husband and then I just wanted to find peace in my life, which um, when I was married, one of the things that he used to do is I was forced to rub his back every single night. I hated it. I so hated it. And it was just every night. But what happened was, is I could find any knot on any person at any time with my eyes closed. So I became a massage therapist. And then that led me to the Reiki healing, which led me to the tarot cards, which led my mother actually bought my, my deck. I still have of tarot cards because my mother was into all of this spiritual thing. So that's where the transition really took place was after I got the divorce. I just wanted peace in my life. I was so sick of abuse. I just wanted happiness and peace.
0: That's enough to manifest things. It... To really desire peace and happiness, because the best way to manifest and to express peace and happiness is to call it in, call it in, call it in, and before you know it, you are experiencing it because you know what you want to experience. You know this. Okay, now I'm well, especially when you are connected and attuned to the Reiki energy here, and I am too. Mm-hmm. But I know what we, what you talk about. When you are attuned to that healing energy. Yeah. It opens a whole new world. Oh, God. And it keeps on healing you right? continually. It does not stop. And every single day, you just keep on having your hands on your body, on your heart. And then you think about all the different bodies, all the different layers of our entire being, which is so much more than she
1: And all the while I, um, I took myself back to, well, first I got a GED, but then I thought that wasn't good enough. So I went back to high school, then I went back to college. So all the while I'm doing all this other mess, I'm going to school, I'm going to college. And that's how I ended up with, um, the masters for the mental health and substance abuse. But then on the side, I still I'm like, okay, I'm still not fully healed yet. I still have sadness. I still have some depression. I ha- I need to heal this so I can make sure my girls don't have this. So I just kept going and kept going and kept going, and um, it it's literally a passion of mine. then To not only for me to continue to grow in the spiritual nature, but to help others. It, that's literally, um, and that. That's me. <laughs> I, I mean, that.
0: that's how it happened. So tell us a little bit more about your business. Who do you serve? I understand that there is a lot of healing and, and inner work, but tell us a little bit more about who you serve. How do you go about that? What can people expect when they get a session or a group meeting?
1: So people reach out to me for different reasons. I have some people that reach out for the counseling, which would be like the mental health counseling. um, If they have depression or they have anxiety or things like that, I'm really, really good at uh, eliminating anxiety. Like I can eliminate that. Um, So some people do that. And then some people are interested in the healing or the spiritual work. And uh, many people come to me for like a psychic medium rating. So psychic medium, medium means middle, um, which means I'm a doorway in from here and the other side. I'm in the middle. The, the ones that are on the other side, they know I can hear them. I didn't always know I could hear them. Um, so they'll come to me or they'll bring people to me because they want to talk to them. So some people will do, and it's just for that. The, the tarot cards, my mother was into all of this actually. And she was taking me to psychic fairs and I was getting readings and they were saying to me, um, you're going to need, I have a tape still, you're going to need to stop because you're too strong. You need to be rating me. And I was like, okay, right. I totally didn't. And then my mother bought these cards and I started, you know, using them. Um, so some people will come for the cards i don't actually need cards to read people okay i they're like a cheat sheet for me but i don't actually need them and then others will come to me for energy healing and my energy healing i can use reiki which is the concept of divine energy coming through you or god's energy and going to the person um but mine is much more than that because i can see into the energy bodies, I can see into the chakras, um, and really just see where energy needs to be moved, uh, where it needs to be filled up, and so it's kind of a mix. it It depends on what the person needs or wants, as far as what I'm doing uh, for readings or for sessions. Most people, either way, anyway, really is they're wanting to connect to wholeness in some way. They're wanting to connect to happiness in some way and peace. That inner peace is so vital. So whether you get it through counseling or you get it through a reading or you get it through a healing, that's what people are seeking. They're seeking inner peace. It's true. And that's what I try to offer, is offer you some inner peace. Mm -hmm.
0: It's true. You know, Um, I was thinking about the topic of money, in terms of energy, in terms of how do we manage that concept, that idea, that exchange, that vehicle. And one of the things I heard was that we always want financial freedom, but freedom can be scary. How about financial serenity, financial peace? And you just said everybody wants inner peace. Even on the money topic, we want to have peace of mind. Mm-hmm. We pay ahead everything we want, but much more. But right. we want that peace. We don't want that stress, which is the contrary. And freedom can be great, can be exhilarating, but very scary because then you have to make choices, and then you have to choose, to choose what you true. want. So it's like, but it, there is, there is a, 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 another side to freedom. So with money,
1: um, the first concept that I had to work on um, with me, and not only I kind of did, uh, I'm not certified in it, but um, I did a, a lot of learning on the body code. And um, I did uh, some of my, one of my daughters, um, I did took the magnet, and asked her, you know, if she is worthy of money. And her her energy actually said, no, she was not. And she said, yes, I am. And I said, well, it says you're not. So let's clear it. And within a matter of a few months, she had more money. She had, right? So a lot of when you first start with money, it's about, do you feel you deserve it? Are you able to receive? Most of us, especially if you're in this line, we give but we don't actually know how to receive. We do a lot of giving us healers and us, right? Um, and the other one is learning that energy is simply a money, uh, an energy exchange. And that, um, so one of the things I did while I was going to college is I actually cleaned houses for 10 years. And one of the ladies, I, st- I just love her. She um, was actually from Persia. And she said to me, money helps everybody. She said, when you spend money, it goes to the person who's working, then it goes to their kitchen table, then it goes to their children for dinner. And that's another way of looking at money is that it it fuels the freedom in, in others. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Totally. But the concept of, having more money can be scary because the more money you have there are bigger choices that then the faith comes in that you will make the right choice you will know what to do and um i do believe that money provides choice and provides freedom it it does and that's what i think we're looking for is that security and that freedom really Exactly. exactly exactly that's what i have found
0: yeah i totally agree with that another thing that i found about money is that the energy of money is very similar to the energy of love surprising Mm. if you would personalize imagine that you 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 create a persona of money and you create a persona of love Uh the way you would treat love you exactly the same way you would treat money when you really consider those entities as spirits or as people. Mm. So you would want to protect love, to nurture love, to exchange with love. P, you would want to protect money, to care for money, to nurture money, to exchange with money. That's Interchangeable. That is interesting. Yeah. And the more you think about that, the more you say, okay, uh, mm-hmm. are you cursing money right now or are you cursing the lack of money? Okay, would you ever curse the lack of love or would you see free Right. Well, see free love. Just one. Mm-hmm. You would not curse the lack of love. So why would you curse the lack of money? Don't do that. You, you, you feel. Because love is a feeling. Having the ability to do all the exchange want with money is a feeling. Yeah. So you think that you care, and you do. A lot of times when I'm selling products or services or spots of marketing or anything that I'm coaching, everything that I'm selling and promoting, I, I, a lot of times, not a lot, half of the time, the answer is more in the, in the realm of, do I choose to afford that? Let me think about it and go over my budget to see if I really want to do that. Which is a real which is a real deal. Do you want to experience that? To invest some of the money and to receive all those benefits? Do you want to have an exchange? Uh-huh. It's a series of it's a exactly true. true do you want to you, you, you are potentially dating someone. Okay, good. Do you want during the dating process? Do you want to exchange? Do you want to consider long time? Do you want to consider one time? How do you want to go about it? Do you want to retreat and to really like feel within yourself how do you want to feel about that person? it's magic pieces safe. all
1: the same
0: energy anyway. But well, when, right. consider these perception this perspective becomes very interesting and freeing. yeah it does that's
1: interesting that is interesting i don't know that i've ever thought about it completely that way but yeah nice
0: nice little <laughs> <laughs> <Eat some> nuggets <laughs> i like to do that sometimes that is great so april what is your website or a way to reach out to you? Um, okay. so I have I have all the
1: social media handles. Okay, but you know I have the Instagram and all of that. All of them are under Soul Essentials Healing. Okay, yeah, yeah this is what I see. That Soul Es Essentials Healing. Yeah. And probably the best one to get a hold of me um, is Facebook or Messenger. Yeah, that's oh. the
0: fastest way to get. To- okay. So what do we do to make sure that all the ways to reach out to you are available is to put in the description the actual links. So then people can find you and click in there. And if you ever update your links, add new links. Come up with a new product, a new promotion, or anything, let me know and we update the description over time, even in 10 years from now. Okay. Okay. Yes. Amazing. April, it has been such an honor and a pleasure to share this moment with you. Thank you for enlightening us with your experience. Sorry for all the bad, but thank God for all the words that comes and stems from these Terrifying experience, yeah, and I think that that um, makes us true
1: healers, and it helps us to really understand and bond with the people that we're helping because we do truly know we we've truly been there. We truly understand. It's that level of compassion that we can share with these others, and we can show them there is a way. We can we
0: can do this. We can heal. That is gorgeous. Last but not least, last question. What is the question I did not ask you but you would have loved me to ask you?
1: Oh, um, I don't know.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I didn't think of one. It's okay. So you don't have a a one that is buckling up and staying underneath?
1: No, not really. I just want people to know that um, you have infinite worth you don't have to do anything to be worthy it's there it's innate so the example I use um, is babies and we look at what do babies do right they spit up they puke they cry they poop their pants they throw fits they don't sleep at the right times they wake up in the middle of the night and if I was to say to you I have this person for you. I'm going to give you this person. They kind of cry and they kind of poop and they kind of puke and they don't like a lot of things and it, and they wake up all. The, you want them? And you would be like, ah, oh, what? But babies have infinite worth. There's so many things that they do that are like all the wrong things. Your worth is not tied to what you do. You have infinite worth just because. And that's the thing that I really want people to understand and really know.
0: I'm going to let that sink in with a lot of gratitude. I'm sure. Okay. an amazing Thank you, April.